Hey, new Brian. Oh, I see you're having pie. You know, pie isn't really pie without Cool Whip. Everything's better with Cool Whip. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, what about it? It doesn't bother you the way I pronounce it? Cool Whip? No, why would it? Cool Whip. I'm putting emphasis on the H. Sounds right to me. Nothing ever bothers you, does it? No, not really. I like everything. God, he's a bigger buzzkill than Buzz Killington. Stewie, do you know why W.S. Gilbert was frequently drunk on his transatlantic crossings? No. Because he was quartered on the port side. <laughs> now that I've got you, let's both revisit the birth of the Doily Cot Opera Company. Ah. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Nightfly with Dave Chuscow, the podcast. That everyone loves the number one podcast nowhere. And here we are, in a special edition of the Night Fly. It's really not a special edition because, you know, this is the kind of podcast we do every week. But I'm here doing the podcast out of New Jersey and at the exact opposite of being at the beach. We're at a, uh, a dining room table somewhere in the depths of New Jersey after a big party. And, and we're at this huge table, and yet I'm taking up just a tiny bit of space of it because I'm an idiot and I couldn't plan otherwise because there's something under that, and it's freaking me out. Is it just air? No. I think there's like a little mini tablecloth under You see here. what I'm saying? Yeah. I hate it. I'm here with my niece, Dory, today. Hello. Dory, who's awesome, who everyone loves. I am awesome. Who is like 100% awesome on the podcast, and then as soon as you take off the headphones, she is like intolerable. All right, then. <laughs> No, let's face it. I mean, you're a different person when you're on the podcast. You're terrific. Well, I mean, thank you're you. terrific all the time. You know I love you. <laughs> but boy, do you hate me sometimes. Because I'm annoying. Yes, I get it. Everyone knows that. Just deal with it. I'm exactly like your father and your brother. So just live with. <gasps> They're worse or I am? You are. Yes, that's true. But, uh, you know, I mean, listen, we called you on some shit today. Something's bothering you. You're going through some stuff. It's okay, you know. As a woman, be- as a girl becoming, blossoming into a woman, things happen. This and is fun. I, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to start off seeing how angry I could get you right away, so maybe you would, you know. So I would leave, and then you could do the podcast by yourself. Well, we all know that's what you really it's want. It's a great story to just have you get up and walk away. I mean, nobody's <laughs> ever done that yet, and I've kind of been waiting for, you know I like high I drama. I can't believe that's never happened yet. I, it's a, well, that's because they're at my house and they need a ride home. Oh. Um, that makes but more sense. <laughs> yeah, then they, they'll wait around for the. Plus, I usually buy my um, guest dinner. Oh. So like, well, I'm not going to leave him from getting a free meal. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's funny. Listen, I mean, you know, you know, I enjoy your company a lot. That's sure. why we were able to travel together and stuff like that. That did happen. Um, you know, I wish we could do that all the time because it's fun. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because you're home all summer, you're not doing anything, and yet this is the first time you see you, and you already started work already. I did start work so already. So bad on me. But, you know, I work every day. You do. So, well, 365 days a year. I never take off. <laughs> not even today? No, not even today. 
All right, maybe today. <laughs> well, I'm technically monitoring my work from home. Gotcha, of course. Oh, and by the way, everybody. Oh, and I didn't put I didn't put my phone today into airplane mode because you're gonna like this. Um, Rhoda Grammy is um, she's traveling to some 80th birthday party today, upstate New York, and you know for her beloved bridge group <laughs> who we hate. We're sick of that stupid bridge group after all these years. I'm opening a soda, too. I started laughing hysterically yesterday when she told me it was for the bridge group. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> she is obsessed with that stupid bridge group. Hold on, I'm taking a sip. Mm. So unprofessional. Oh, my God, that's good. Well, your mother and father had a party last night, and that's why we're here um, at the aftermath of the party. There's a lot of food and drink still available, and I'm thirsty, and I still need Coke. Coca-Cola. Uh, this is a Coke Zero, so it's yeah. not to be a chubby mess, but I also have a glass of water just in case. And Dory, I asked her, what did she want to drink? I think everyone knows. <laughs> How water. do you talk about this? A lot. Dory likes water and buns, like without a hamburger on it and stuff, just a plain bun <laughs> with no condiments, no ketchup, no nothing. She, she'll order the hamburger, but she was like, now take out the hamburger and the cheese and the lettuce and tomato, and the, but that would just leave you with a bun. Yeah, now you get it. This Definitely. is the way she orders at a restaurant. Of You're course. like so mean to the staff. Not even toasted. Has yeah. to be just plain. Just give me just a plain bun. bun, which I could just buy you at a supermarket and you can just have. It's true. Yeah. Maybe I should just start doing that. Well, I think it would make you happy. Like, I just love buns. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine for you because, you know, you need to put on some weight. You're very thin. And, you know, I'm just jealous. That's all. <laughs> it's like you can eat everything, but, oh. Well, you were eating those tuna subs. Yes. That we got from Tasty Subs. Always. Oh, my God. Um, so I guess the party... Well, your mom and I walked this um, kid, Punkage. Yes. Uh, we walked him home last night through the dark forests of <laughs> New Jersey. So, like, it was terrifying a little bit. I can't believe you did that. There's no sidewalks. It's scary. But if, since your mom seemed to know the area and that kid, Punkage, was okay, we just walked. And I don't. I guess I must have been loaded because I don't... He just reminded me, I'm like, oh my God, we did that last night. We must have walked a mile in the dark. Yeah, like 2.30 in the morning. Home, That's insane. Home. But I love this kid now because... Um, I like that you're calling him I, a kid. I feel like I'm not... He's I can't like your talk age. To you. like, I know, but the, I... Well, he doesn't look that way. He looks younger, but... Maybe he's a little younger. We... But. At first, I hated him. And you know why, right? You know the story? No. When Liza, your sister, was first learning to drive... Um, I wonder if I should put the microphone over here so I can talk to you. You can't really? talk to me from over I'm there? A, a righty, so it's... I can, but I now I think everything's all fakakta. <laughs> I'm going to have to leave this year. But I you know, I just want to look at you while I'm talking to you, and I don't. I, I like to have the quality. Oh, maybe that's... What if I go like this? What if I just move this over here? Wait, I can do this. Hold on a second. No, here. I've solved the problem. I'm just not used to having the microphone on my left-hand side. Gotcha. That'll work. Oh, there's your parents' phone. Oh, so what? Uh, there's so much I have to catch up before we even get started to what our agenda today. This is much better. Now I can stare at you, which you love. Sure. It's not creepy at all. <laughs> That's creepy. I, know. <laughs> I just opened my eyes and I'm just staring at <laughs> Um, So when Liza was first learning how to drive, I had to take her to Punkage's house because she was in a band. Remember oh, she was, my God, remember? I See? remember that. It's, it's wow. one of those stories you think I'm making up, but I'm not. <laughs> so she was the drummer in a band, oh my God, <laughs> which I is hilarious. Uh, she was all boys and her. She was the female drummer, which is always hot. Um, 
And so I dropped, so I let her drive my car, my awesome minivan, um, to Punkage's house, who I didn't know. Right. And he's Indian, by the way. So this is, you know, just, I just, I just, because I've never heard of the name Punkage. Yeah. Is that his actual name? Yeah. Is that an Indian name? or Apparently. Uh, I thought maybe it was a nickname for no. Punky. Punky. <laughs> is that better? Punky Brewster. I think I have clips of Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster, who grew up hot. She's on an episode of Friends. Oh, yeah? Yes. Do you know who? Oh, oh do you I know? think I might know who that is. Isn't that the one that uh, Joey dates? Yes. And then Chandler dates? No. No. But she, what does she do to Joey? Her, What is her... Her thing that she does oh, that's maybe annoying. I don't know who it is then. You probably do. Well, you're going to know once I tell well, you. Oh, yeah. But um, she hits Joey all the time. Or oh. is that Chandler? No, it's Joey. That's Joey. Yeah, she's like, come on, you. Yeah, and like, she I hits know him. That and she's girl. like, ow. That is Punky Brewster. She was on a show in the 80s gotcha. where she played like a five year old and she was kind of disgusting. She grew up kind of hot. And then I think she was on. The my you know Melissa Joan Hart the Sabrina the teenage witch oh I love that show which is why you know I would watch that show and got a black cat right because I'm obviously be like have the exact same mentality as a teenage girl yeah why not well apparently people Seems think that's right. creepy yeah yeah what's that all about how is that creepy <laughs> how is that creepy that I can quote everything from the Devil Wears Prada to a 15 year old girl oh my god I love that movie <laughs> how am I not married I don't understand it anyway um. So Liza drives over to this punkage kid's house, right? And I, um, oh, I don't want to uh, remind me later. From my computer, if it updates, I'll kill myself. Um, anyway, so when she drives me there, I get out of the car, I'm in the passenger side, and I kiss the ground that we made it. Oh, right. And her, and punkage is looking. He's like, "What the hell is going on?" <sighs> and he wasn't laughing. And then Liza went inside, and and then I left. And I'm like. What's with this guy? He doesn't find that funny? That's like the most hilarious thing ever. <laughs> that I came out and just pretended she was the worst driver ever and I can't believe we made it. Right. No, you're never going to see that ever no, in this community. That's something only you would do. Exactly. And I was so angry at that guy. But then we met at one of their par- your parents' parties again another time. And he said, oh my God, that was so fun. I'm like, it really seemed to me like you didn't enjoy it at all. And we talked about it again last night. Because, of course you did. Well, I have to always yeah. bring it. Because, well, now he understands how hilarious it was. He said it was funny at the time, but I think he was confused because he didn't know who I was. Right. He's like, who's this guy dropping off? Then he was going a different direction. Like, wow, this Liza's is so cool. She has like a driver, the because dr- she was in a <laughs> band. So he's oh, like thinking, yeah. wow, she's the coolest of the band members. She gets dropped <laughs> off by old men. You know, like who knows what's going on? You know, like, I mean, so he had a totally different view. <laughs> but... You know, he was not getting the comedy of kissing the ground when, I mean, that's hilarious. Apparently. I have to do that when Billy starts driving, too. It's funny with a girl, though. Yeah. It's funny with a boy who's taller than you. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just, it's funny with a shorter girl who, oh, you know. It's going to be so scary when Billy starts driving. Oh, it's going to be terrifying. So well, he's not going to be able to fit in the car. He's like Abe Lincoln trying to fit in the <laughs> car, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, there's so much to say about, you know, you and your family, but... Just a couple of uh, things today. So what I'm waiting for today, so my mother, who is obsessed with this old bridge group from the 70s, you remember on her 80th birthday when you were bartending, Oh yeah. uh, how she went around the room only talking about the bridge group and then forgetting my best friend's mother. Remember she went around the room to talk about everybody, how much she loves everybody, except Mrs. Lerman. Yes. She skipped Mrs. Lerman and Mommy and me. 
I'm talking about everyone <laughs> else. Right. Yeah. Well, the mommy and you, I can understand because well, yeah. first you were in the back. I was sitting at the bar. She couldn't. Right, and sometimes look you forget the ones that are closest. But to miss Mrs. Lerman, who's just sitting right there, and knowing how much it means to me that she was to mention her yeah. at least because she was only invited for me. Right. Well, can you please invite Mrs. Lerman because you know for Lawrence for my friendship with him. And it, it's just like it's like the roles have changed. You know how like you get you have you have to invite him to your bar mitzvah because yeah. it's the right thing to do. <laughs> and then your parents are just as bad as you are. Like they did that to your mom uh, for her wedding. I insisted she had to invite my roommate. She hated him. Mm. I was like, you have to. It would be. And, and, and now she's 30 and she's started to cry and walked out. <laughs> I remember we were at the South Pacific, that restaurant with the poo-poo platter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, and she was so upset. Yeah, you have to invite Marvin. Oh my God, his and, name was Marvin. Well, that's I think why she didn't want him there. Uh, yeah. And he looked like a Marvin. Yeah. He turned out to be a joy. <laughs> He's married now with like three kids, I think. He always wanted to marry great. Rich. I think he married Rich. Nice. But well, the funny thing is though, Marvin's best friend married Beth's best friend. Interesting. That's Ellen Gold. Right. So how are you not inviting Marvin? Oh, yeah. Then that makes... There's, yeah. At least there's a connection That there. makes your that's mother kind of an asshole. <laughs> She's sitting right I there. Know. Well, that's the thing. Beth and Matt are in another room watching Harry Potter, which must be killing you that it is now on <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel. They're yeah. having a whole wizarding weekend. I know. I saw yeah. that. So, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I know that's bothering you a lot, but you're just going to have to deal with it's it. Okay. I mean, these things happen. I'll manage. Will you? Because I'm I worried about so. you. Oh, Rhoda's calling. This is what I was trying to tell you guys. Wait. I'm going to pick up the phone. Hello? Hi, Mommy. Yes, what is your question? Oh, you don't tip the driver. I would give him a piece of advice to get another job. That's the tip I would give him. Hello, Rhoda? Oh. All right, anyway, I got to go because Dory and I are doing the podcast. Now, just call me if there's any issue. They just called me again. The car is definitely going to be there. Call me if you're in the car and he ends up going through Staten Island. That would be a mistake. Don't let him go through Staten Island. That's what happened to me yesterday. No, I'm kidding. I'm just making you nervous about nothing. All right, I got to go, Road. Bye. Anyway, that's what I was saying. That's why I was keeping the phone on today, which I've never answered during the podcast before. Rhoda is taking this car service. We've This is the first time we've ever hooked it up for her to see her stupid bridge group. <laughs> and uh, so I was going to go through Uber because they said you can schedule one. Oh. So I scheduled one through my account, but then it said, we'll let you know if a driver can't be there by 2.30 at 2.25. And I'm like, what? Oh, that's, that's a possibility? Yeah, exactly. Why can would you they imagine? Even have a service? I have no idea. I guess maybe in possible. Manhattan it's different because you can just get another one instantly. But yeah, what's the point of scheduling one if it's not reliable? Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. So I went through my company and got a car that way, and it was like $20 more, and it's perfect. When she was just asking about tipping. The fact of the matter is with using a different company other than Uber, I tip on my phone later. Right. But I don't know how this works. So maybe I gave her the wrong advice. Did I sound too Jewy? I think you were okay. Okay, great. Um, it's a good question that she's asking though, because you know, old people don't tip very well usually. So, but he must know that too. It's good that he knows what he's getting into. He knows he's going to an old age community and you know, tips are not going to be fruitful. (laughs) Yeah. He chose the job. (laughs) But so that's why, yeah, I've been monitoring the phone today because it's happening now. She's getting picked up. Uh, We're filming this at one 30 in the afternoon. She's getting picked up in an hour. It's very exciting with Al, her boyfriend. And they're going all the way upstate. It's like an hour drive. 
because we didn't want her to drive, you know, to come back at night at least, or that long a drive. So we, this is the first time we're endeavoring into a car service. She seemed very happy that you got the service. She was thrilled. Yeah, I'm a good son today. Yeah. But now I wasn't because I just got her off the phone. I'm like, excuse me, Rhoda, I'm doing a podcast. (laughs) Gotta go, What's more important than my podcast, which of course, as you know, she hates. Yeah. Because all we do is make fun of her on the podcast. So she goes, I don't care for your podcast, so I'm going to stay on the phone. (laughs) This is what I would do to you. Yes. Like I was doing earlier today. I was just talking in Dory's ear while she wasn't even paying attention. And she was so angry. She just moved away quietly at first and then lashed out really at me, even though we <laughs> made it a Billy. But I know it was just, I. this is what I do. Dory. I know. I annoy I'm people well aware. to the extent where they lose it. Yeah. Like you did, where even your mother was like, where, where is that coming from? <laughs> this is my gift to the world. Is it a gift though? Oh, it's a gift. If you say so. Well, if you think about it, if I was in like a movie where that was my gift and we had to get out of a jam and I know what triggers you and you have superpowers but they can't be triggered until you're annoyed mm-hmm. so much and then you just start punching people and kicking sure, us and getting us out. Sure, if that was a thing, like you'd be good to have it around the Hulk exactly. because exactly. you would just get instantly there angry. There it is, <laughs> yes. Exactly, that's exactly right. <laughs> I don't know why I'm playing Matt, you don't. You can just do whatever you want. It's okay. We this will be like doing a podcast at the Comedy Cellar. There's just stuff going around. The cat's in the Florida room. That's the name of my new book. (laughs) My sister calls her little outdoor terrace the Florida room. It's so lame because it's like not the Florida room. Well, it's because everybody in Florida has a room like that with like an all window open thing, but it's always hot in there. Yeah. What is that noise? The door. No, it's like a bells or something. Oh. <laughs> Are we at Hogwarts? Oh my god. Um how do we get there? You know, I'm in a new band called the Mandrake Roots and uh we <laughs> I'm so glad you <laughs> That's funny, right? <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh it's so funny when you know, I love Harry Potter as much well, I can't say as much as you do, but um I do love it. And but it's great that I can just call you and ask questions. So I've been watching yeah. the Chamber of Secrets lately. I like when you do that; it's funny. And I'm like, whatever happened to that photographer kid? He seemed okay. And you, well, you don't have an answer. But then you told me he's in throughout the whole series. Yeah. But maybe he was like a horrible actor to work with, even though he was like six. Maybe he was one of those kids like in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Maybe, yeah. I wonder if I have that clip. Do, I I know I showed you Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You didn't like it, right? Oh, I don't know. It was okay. Yeah. See, I didn't want that reaction. Sorry. But I it's mean, possible it doesn't it was hold awesome. up. Awesome. Oh, I don't have that one. I only have this one, which is still just as good. I do this every time I'm in Texas. Like uh. Rama. Hello, Dottie. It's me, Pee Wee. Where are you calling from? Texas. Where? Honest. Listen, I'll prove it. The stars at night are big and bright. <laughs> That's what you do when you're in Texas. You have to make sure that if we ever go there together, like we have to call people up and be like, no, I swear I'm in Texas. (laughs) They give you a hotel room. You're going to have to do the claps and be like, of course, you just start singing. And then whoever you're with. Well, now we don't have now we could do it on a cell phone. It's even easy. We can go outside and try it and see if it works. Wouldn't it be great if it actually worked? That'd be so funny, yeah. Maybe everyone in Texas knows they're supposed to. Well, you have to assume that's what they know. They know that and that there's no basement in the Alamo. Right. I mean, everybody knows that, right? There's no basement in the Alamo. I know I have that one. I'd probably just put it under basement in the Alamo. Let's see if I have that one. I can't believe you didn't like it as much. Like I said, it probably doesn't hold up as much as it did when we were kids. Yeah. Where's the basement? Excuse me? 
Aren't we going to see the basement? <laughs> There's no basement at the Alamo. <laughs> Isn't that horribly mean? Yes, yeah, so mean. Oh, where's the basement? I'm sorry, I played it again by accident because I'm all messed up because my because I'm talking to the left and not the right. Wow, I had no idea that would be such a problem. How could you not know? You know how people are. Aren't you a professional? You should be able to work <gasps> on both sides. How could you talk like that to your uncle like that? Just because I'm an idiot doesn't mean you can talk to me like that. Here's Coke Zero's, okay? Nice. You just like water, huh? Yeah. Water and bread. You are aware. You're going to be a dude in prison. It'll be good. <laughs> bread and water. That's yeah. your favorite thing. You know now what they give you? Milk. They don't even give you water. Ew. They give you... um. 1% milk. That's gross. It was so gross. And like I said, they don't give you bologna and cheese. They just give you a cheese sandwich. Yeah. So the guy Billy that I was... Billy would be happy. Oh, Billy only likes milk and cheese. Oh. So. Well, he'll do good in jail. <laughs> um, which he'll probably be in soon. I mean, he is a troublemaker. Well, Billy's been going into the city every day for an acting class at Stella Adler. Yeah. Which is very impressive. But um, it's odd, too, that he's in that class, that he's old enough to go into the city by himself. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah, it is weird. But your mother took him into bed. So we had dinner with Rhoda. Oh, we had lunch with Rhoda the other day at my office. We went to Tommy Bahamas. Right. And had dinner or lunch. And um, we bought this Orthodox Jewish woman with us for lunch because we thought Grammy would like it. Right. Which she did. Of course. She totally got along. So we were trying to order something not offensive. And we saw right. loaded tater tots on the menu. Mm -hmm. And we can't help ourselves, me and your mom. Yeah. And it just, it was just a bad coincidence. Like, if it has little shards of bacon, that seems okay. Right. But this one was just doused with pulled pork. Oh. It was like the worst thing you yeah. could ask these two heavily Jewish women, kosher women, right. to do. We did not know that was going to be the case, but we can't help ourselves. It's like that a problem. awesome. Yeah, a lot of people don't sell loaded tater tots. Yeah. They don't sell tots. It's true. You got to get tots, tots awesome. if they're available. I know, and they're so good. We have the air conditioner off now. It's a little hot. You I'm think okay. your dad's angry? Oh, well. Yeah. What are you going to do? Podcast is not more important. Well, that's what I say, but nobody ever believes me. <laughs> um, so wait, the, what, what, what I just want to tell you, what are you, so you're working in the summer, you're working at a camp? I am working at a camp. For uh, slow people? Is that what it was? No. Oh, no? What is it, just for rich, uh, spoiled kids? Pretty much. So those kids from Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Like, I have been ready since first call, now roll! <laughs> I would love to, but she is so late on her cues. I can't believe I don't have that clip. Um... You yeah. love working with children, as we know, because yes. as we've said on this podcast a hundred times, you know, you think there are eight-year-olds who are all around entertainers for some God knows reason. There's the show. Are those those stupid mice? Yeah. Listen to that harmony. They're eight. Are you out of your mind? Oh, not this part, though. This is this is what you thought was going to be the showstopper? No, because the girl, the main girl in the song, wasn't that good. I thought you said the, the three blind mice. Good. Oh, the main girl, but the, the mice were unbelievable. In that song, at least. I mean, you really ought to be ashamed of yourself. They're good. This is from so long ago. Look at this. Yeah. 
This is you and your mother talking about how great everyone is in your oh, fifth grade production. This is from so long ago. So. But you don't think the girl singing is good? It's Tara. Yeah, it's like Steinberg and Steinberg. And then those were like those two girls that were like on her. Oh yeah, we were talking about the girls playing the kazoo. I mean, you and your mom, you're like obsessed with these eight-year-old people that are like, they're so talented. They're like multi-talented. It's unbelievable. There's like two kids that are talented. The rest of them do suck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank God. Now we finally understand. But I mean, it's... uh, all around enter. Oh, here it is. Here's the classic that everybody loves. Yeah, don't you usually ask everyone no. to <laughs> But then the thought of 102 emails was annoying, uh, so I didn't. Figure whoever shows up on Sunday, right? Right. I feel like I want to say, oh, yeah. And the, okay, so Sophie Spencer was, was she just like, why are you good? even playing? She and Carly. Because it's funny every time. It was. The two of them were by far the best. Carly's amazing. I know. Carly's a better overall entertainer than Sophie. Yeah. Overall but you entertainer. Know how Amy feels about Sophie. She's eleven or so, right? Ten? What are they? She's an yeah, overall entertainer 10. more than Sophie. <laughs> You're not embarrassed by that? I don't know. They're both really You're good. You're not talking you about them. Bernadette Peters or somebody. Well, or maybe they like, will be. Like, they're that good. Some they of them. will not. We just yeah. listened to that piece with the three blind mice, and they stink. Oh, my God. They the stink. Admit- Uh-oh, here comes Beth. <laughs> Tell them what? Oh. <laughs> no, okay. So some of the kids in my camp, because one of the kids in my camp was one of the fly mice and she's really good and there's another girl who's like also that good but that other girl who i say is super good and all-around entertainer just went on the final callbacks for lion king on broadway to be young nala so she actually is good so some kids actually are talented beth is screaming in your face (laughs) in your face um i still say they're not talented Okay, when she's on Broadway, I'll let you know. She won't be on Broadway. She's just telling you that. They're just trying to get to you. I'm on Broadway. You know those kids. are always like that. Just like when I used to tell people I had a girlfriend, but she lived in Canada, and she was doing a Bubblicious commercial, so she couldn't come down for the prom. Okay. I mean, it's the same thing, Dory. It's not the same thing. They're lying to your face. (laughs) Okay, sure. She's going to be on Broadway. Who are you kidding? We don't know anybody that's going to be on Broadway. Except for this girl in my camp. What's her name? Avery. Avery? Yeah. Hmm. She might be in The Lion King. And who's Noella in The Lion King? I have no idea who that is. Young Nala. Young Nala? Yeah. I hate that movie. What? Okay. Who's who's that? The There's only like is one. Is it a lion? Yeah. Is it the king? It's not Simba. Simba's the king. Is it James Earl Jones? Nala's like the is girlfriend. Is it Darth Vader who no. is Simba? <laughs> it's a girl, obviously. Well, is she the love interest to yeah. the little cub? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I can't tell you that is a show I never want to see on Broadway. Really, it's quite good. Did you see it? Yeah. How did you get time tickets? Ago. I saw it like almost ten years ago. Actually, more. I saw it in two thousand seven. That was understand. eleven years How ago. How did you get tickets? It's really complicated. Mm. I never wanted to see it. I saw I just... it with Rhoda. Oh, oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> Rhoda and her stupid bridge group. I swear to God, that's so annoying. I don't know. That's Gotta all she was talking group. about. The bridge group. We gave her the microphone. She wouldn't stop. And the great thing about the bridge group is, and all I remember about the bridge group is I hated every single one of them. They were horrible. And 
they would influence my mother, but like, you let your son eat sugared cereals? Oh, my God. And then she made us start eating kicks. I could see that. You know, where we were eating Lucky Charms, which, by the way, even though everybody wants to eat healthier, apparently Lucky Charms are up 20% increase in sales. Nice. Now that they've combined it with Frosted Flakes. They combine Lucky Charms see? with Frosted this Flakes? this is an informational podcast. Yeah, when did that happen? Like, it's recent. So it's like new. So, like, the Frosted, like, there's marshmallows in the Frosted, the Frosted Flakes, Flakes. But it's called Lucky Charms with Frosted Flakes, because they can't say Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes, like common, because Frosted Flakes is its own thing, so it says Lucky Charms with Frosted Flakes. Just the way I buy Apple Jacks with marshmallows, but it's not the combination of Lucky Charms and Apple Jacks. Gotcha. It's just Apple Jacks with, oh, oh, Beth just pulled out Lucky Charm. Is that the one with Frosted Flakes? No. Oh, but you bought a box of Lucky Charms? Yeah. So, okay, this is a great example. Now, your mother makes you guys not eat sugared cereals. That's not the case. What sugared cereals do you have besides Lucky Charms? Well, none of us like cereal. But well, if you we liked would it, if we you could eat you're cereal. telling me Billy wouldn't eat sugared cereals if he had them here. No, I mean he. Eats Your mother's been pretty lucky. strict about eating sugared cereals. She no. doesn't get Apple Jacks or Count Chocula or because none of Cocoa us Puffs. like it. But well, your girls. How could Billy not like it? I don't know. Well, that's because she opened with serving blander cereals as a way to not get you hooked on sugar because she didn't want you to end up like me. See, Grammy again, like with being kosher. Opened up with where we used to eat bacon all the time. And then when I was eight, she was like, no more bacon for anyone. Did you, you can't... really do that? Yeah. That's really unfortunate. Because one of her wow. friends got to her and says, oh. you don't keep kosher. And then she started to cry that she was a horrible parent. But it's a horrible parent when you introduce bacon to children. And then yeah, all of a sudden worse. you take it away. Exactly. So your mother's opened with serving kicks and very bland cereals. And now she has obviously, it's so interesting, in the day and age where people don't eat sugared cereals, except for your Uncle David, still to this day, clearly has, this is the demographic of people that are, they'll have no sugared cereals, but they'll get Lucky Charms. She has a huge box of it right behind yes, you. Yes, she does. She likes Lucky Charms, so she buys She's always sometimes. liked Lucky Charms yeah. since she was a kid. And that was the one thing Rhoda could not take away from us was Lucky Charms. Well, that's good. I'm but glad then you I got wrote, Lucky Charms. Well, I went to the principal's office a couple of times and had to write a thing of how sugar cereals affect me. I, was just, <laughs> I didn't have to do it. I just said, I think it's the sugared cereals. You can blame my mother. She's a horrible parent. <laughs> of course. Well, I didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Well, why shouldn't I blame? Listen, you know what people see when they see me? They say I'm an idiot. Comes from upbringing. My parents are, are idiots too. idiots too. Oh, how do you know what I was going to say? I don't know. Because I say it every hour on the hour. Yeah. Is that why? It's, that's probably why. Oh, let me tell you my big oh. news. Oh yeah. Is that what you were going to? You knew no, I had to. Oh, what were you okay. going to say? No, I wasn't no. What were you going to say? Anything? Say? Oh, were you imitating me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are so funny on this podcast, and it's like the rest of the world just doesn't see it. All right then. When you're out, you're just like not as hilarious, and you just you know you're funniest when you mock me. Yeah, well, it's easy. I know. That's Grammy's favorite thing, too, when people make it fun of Grammy's me. It is Grammy's favorite thing. It's the thing. only time she ever it laughs. Is the only, that's 100% true. Yeah, so she laughed at lunch the other day because uh, because um, my mother asked, like, why are you friends with him? This lady at my office who's this Orthodox Jewish right. you know, mother of, like, three, it's not like she's young or anything. Gotcha. Like, she's like, um, and she goes, well, actually, when I first met him, I thought he was a complete jackass. And it's not <laughs> like I still don't think that. And mommy was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> of course. I know, it's her favorite thing. Does anybody that makes fun of me, if I trip and fall, she laughs. That's where I got it from. Any kind of harm that comes to me, she thinks is hilarious. That's not right. Well, what kind what of mother is that? Yeah, I, well, you know what? See, you're biting into that. It's completely unacceptable. Anyway, here's my big news. Okay. 
So I told Dory, I'm like, I have huge news. Huge news. Who I'm trying to somebody I'm trying to get on this podcast. Now, uh, but, uh, like a week or two ago, I had the Ghostbuster, her the right. daughter, Ghostbusters daughter, yes. uh, Violet Ramis on. I told you about him. This is the daughter of the director of Caddyshack, Vacation, Ghostbusters, Groundhog Day. Oh my God! Right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So in her book, we find out that she has this connection to this other director who is really a hero of mine. Okay. Um, and I feel really comfortable about it because it's the Me Too movement. Uh, <laughs> you know, that it's great because I've been, uh, you know, somebody who's been waiting to get this person on my podcast for a long time. I've actually gone to lengths when I go out in California. I'm like, does anybody know this woman? I want to have her on. I don't think anybody else is... Asking to get her. They're not realizing her greatness. Right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Are you ready? Are you, are you sitting down? Have you had enough to eat? Okay. Do you want to take a sip of the water? I got it. The director of... I'm, I'm waiting for you to fill in the blank. What do you think it is? Clueless? Yes. I knew it. <laughs> the greatest movie of all of time. Course. Amy Heckerling. I am making a play to get... Apparently she lives in New York. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. I thought she lived in LA. That's so oh, easy. Well, I have a lot to ask her. Not just the director of Clueless, the director of Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which oh, you don't wow. care for, no. but you know how much Clueless means to yes, me. Yes, I'm well aware. And uh, you love it, though, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. It's the greatest Everyone movie ever it. made. Yeah. it's. There was a time in about 95, 96 when it was like two years old and I was watching it every day because we had the, the illegal cable box, so it was on the pay-per-view all the time for free, right. where I had that above The Godfather as my favorite movie. Fair. Now, as time has gone on, because it's 20 years later and more than that, uh, I had to put The Godfather back up at number one because it was embarrassing. <laughs> and I realized I probably will never get married if somebody knows my favorite movie is Clueless. Right. It'll be but tough to find a woman. if your second favorite movie is Clueless, that's okay? No, it's all bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm doing the best I can. Anyway, can I tell you something? Of now course. that I've done all those Godfather readings and stuff, you came to a couple of them, right? Yeah. Um, I'm so over the Godfather that Clueless is back at number one. Yes. It's so good. You know, it really is good. It is. I was talking about it the other day, I guess. I was just watching it the other day before I knew that it was a possibility that maybe I could have this woman on. Remember, she wrote it as well. Wow. Yeah, right. Cameron Crowe wrote Fast Times at Ridgemont High, uh -huh. but she directed it. And remember, the whole key of having her on a show this, this year yeah. is that we are talking about a female director right who directed a movie in 1980 yeah that's 79 pretty, 80 pretty a female cool. who directed a classic boys comedy yeah good point it's unheard of and nobody's giving her props and like they're like there should be more female directors why don't you take some of the female directors that have made these movies <laughs> yeah. way before anyone was doing it and give them props yeah i mean she also she made a couple of clunkers which maybe kind of ruined things but um but she made a lot of money. She also did Look Who's Talking. I don't know if you ever saw those movies no. about talking babies. They were popular, but they weren't her best. I mean, right. you know, it wasn't like Fast Times or Clueless or anything. Then I just found out she also directed European Vacation, which I didn't know, which is the sequel to Vacation. Right. But that wasn't my favorite either. But again, a pioneer when they say we need more female directors and most female directors don't direct comedies. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's directed. I mean, and if you think about it this way, too. And this is all the stuff I would just blow smoke up her ass completely, just like I did with however his daughter. I'm like, can I, and I use that exact term, can I blow smoke <laughs> up your ass? I don't know how that plays on the podcast, but um, but she directed a the quintessential high school movie of the 80s, 
and the quintessential high school movie of the 90s, yeah. or at least in Southern California, uh, yeah. of the way we picture. I consider it. And that's why when I saw that, what was that, Liberty? What was the one that came out last year with Sasha Ronan? And it was Lady nominated. Bird? Lady Bird. Uh, you know, people are like, oh, this is the quintessential movie of growing up huh. in one area, small town of California in 2012. It's, it reminds me of somebody's writing the paper. I'm like, what the hell are you talking yeah. about? This speaks to nobody. Yeah, that was kind you of You know, except movie. 12 people. Yeah, it's so funny that you didn't like it because I know a lot of girls your age really liked it. And then there were the ones that just were like, uh, really? Yeah. And that's a female director. A and that's fan. why they brought all this up. And I thought the movie was okay, but yeah. I didn't think it was all that, Agreed. what everybody was saying. It was you know? okay. It was okay. The performances were excellent. Yeah. Nobody's taken away from that. It's a good story, but it's, you know, the hype, a little too much hype. Too much hype. Too much yeah. hype. Yeah. Mm. Ah, this Coke is delicious. Good. I'm glad. Should we, you know, when, when's the day they're going to have to stop calling it Coke because it sounds like cocaine? When's <laughs> yeah. that day coming? And you know what will. People I'm are sure. just so uptight about everything. All right. Now, you said, when we talk about Dory, my niece, my lovely niece, who I love, yeah. who everybody knows I love, but I also like to make fun of because that's what I do with everyone in my of life. Of course. Um, including my mother, so I don't feel bad. I'm flying. And it makes me so happy that you like it. And I tell everybody, and I just played it the other day at the beach. Good. And of course, we know what we're waiting for. Yeah. It's the best part of all time. So. Yeah, so I tell my friend Dave, uh, Dave Elliott that I'm just like, oh, but my niece, I love that she finds the part funny with Martin Short. Headed by the villainous Captain Hook. Played as by portrayed by film director David, David Steinberg. Steinberg. But wait a minute. The, <laughs> the great no Martin mercy. Short. Who's the meanest old man in the world? Captain Hook. Me, Captain Hook. <laughs> Who's the evilest man in the world? Me, Captain Hook. It's me. You'll be sore, Captain Hook. Peter Pan will save us. Ooh, Peter Pan, Peter Pan. I'm tired of hearing about Peter Pan. Not only do I resent his ability to fly, but to me, John, I think... <laughs> Oh my god, it's funny every goddamn time. Every time. This, and I'm so you know, and that's what makes you so great that you completely understand why that's funny. It's the funniest thing maybe why that's ever been said ever. It might be, and it's the great <laughs> Martin Short, and I mean it's just it had to have been him that just said why don't we just point out John? He's such an annoying <laughs> character. No one talks hey, about John. John and Michael and Peter Pan. It's all Wendy, Peter Pan, and Captain Hook, and maybe Shmi or whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> No one ever talks about me. You know my favorite character, Peter Pan? John. Yeah. <laughs> I just love John. He's a, but he's the one who wears the top hat and everything, yeah. right? So he's technically a signature of Peter Pan, that stupid yeah, top hat. Right? But um, no one ever talks about Don, to, John, so it's so funny to have a thing where he's like, but to me, John, you see. Yeah. And I know we talk about it all the time because... Um, you know, we were on that roller coaster where I was scared and I was just doing that imitation. I felt better. Oh, yes. I, was, I do uh, remember that. <laughs> and then I felt, because that ride was, that Snow White ride was really scary. <laughs> Shut up, Dory. It was scary. I can't. It was a lot more terrifying than you would think. Yeah, all those dwarves singing. That was so It was scary. terrifying. What's the matter with you? How were you not scared on that ride? Oh, man. 
You think the Snow White, something named Snow White roller coaster should be a little bit tamer. It was pretty tame. There's a lot of loops and, and drops. <laughs> You're still looking was, at me like I'm crazy. It was a little fast. It was yeah, it was very fast. Coaster. It was very fast. Well, you like Space Mountain and stuff like I that. I do like Space Mountain. Yeah. I don't even like roller coasters, but you're just, you're so lame. What? I like what those roller about? coasters. <laughs> <laughs> so I was so scared and Dory was keeping me grounded by doing the John, you know, like, why don't you just talk <laughs> about John? John? To me, John. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And I told you, I saw that guy on my street, right? The guy oh, who yes, he's portraying. Yes, you did tell me that. Right downstairs in my building. And I'm like, David. <laughs> How are you? I'm a big fan of your work. I saw it. it was so exciting. Remember, I called you right after yes, it happened. I, I went upstairs. I was supposed to go somewhere. I'm like, I have to go upstairs and call my niece. <laughs> which is like, why would I have to go upstairs? Usually a cell phone would just do. Yeah. And I could call you right there. Good point. But for some reason, I like using my house phone because I'm an old man. Nice. Um, and I just, I was like, I had to call you. And I'm like, who's going to appreciate? What under 21 year old is going to appreciate <laughs> that I just met David Steinberg? No one. There's yeah. not one person in my life that's going to care that I met David Steinberg, except, ironically, my niece. Yeah. <laughs> who has no idea who David Steinberg is, except no. from this sketch. Yeah. But he used to be huge, like, in the 60s and 70s. He was a really, like, political comic. And he also kind of invented this improv technique, which a lot of people use to this day. And he's credited, but nobody knows who he is, and they should, because he's awesome and he's really funny. All right, then. Anyway, we all know Dory loves Harry Potter. I do. And when I say loves, I mean worship. Uh, you even went to go see the play again. Yes. Your mother took you to the Broadway show. Yes. And you said it was the same. There was no was difference, same, right? No. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, I took you to see it in London, uh, which I actually want to see it again because I slept through most of it. So It was so good. I, I would like to see it a second time, I think. And, uh, and everyone knows Dory likes Harry Potter and Peter Pan. Yeah. And those are the two things that you like. But, and friends. Of course. But, oh, wait. I, oh, do you know who Michael Keaton is? Yes. Who is he? He's an actor. In what? A lot of stuff. Name one. Batman. Yes, excellent. He was also in the new Spider-Man. He was the villain. Oh, right. He was in Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's the other one. Anyway, apparently, he was dating Courtney Cox. Really? What? Crazy. And when they broke up, he was devastated and started drinking. Ooh. Ooh. Awesome. Um, anyway, so these are the three things, but I found out yesterday that Dory also likes The Princess Bride. Yes, that is my number one favorite movie. It is? Yeah. Well, we have trivia today for The Princess Bride that I have come up. Oh, boy. And we'll see how good you are. All right. I'm going to open with a pretty uh, pretty tough one. Okay. Now, I have some multiple choice if you can't guess, but I'd like you to just guess. I will do my best. I'm going to need you to do a little better than that. All right. I'll just get them all right. Uh, I Maybe I should have put on some music while we're doing it or. Okay. Well, I don't, I can't decide because sometimes it's distracting. Oh, I don't want you to see the question. <laughs> like, nice try. Yeah, I know you were looking answers. at that Verrazano <laughs> thing that time. I'll never forget that. I was still so angry. Oh, right. The bridge. <laughs> okay, Dory, you're going to be playing today for the. <laughs> We're going to have 50 questions of 50 things, the greatest things, The Princess Bride, a movie made in a long time. We're actually going to answer the things, the director, and all the things. And it's going to be starting right now. Okay, question number one. How many levels of pain does the machine have? 50. Excellent. Think about that. That's easy. All right, well, you it. say it's easy, but <laughs> The uh, Princess Bride was adopted from a book written by who? Um... 
Well, S. Morgenstern is the original one, and then excellent. Yeah, that's who it says in the book in the movie. Yeah, that's who it says in the movie. That's good enough. Okay, that's really that's unbelievable. Actually, <laughs> that you know this is <laughs> almost as good as Harry Potter. Yeah. What is the real name of the man Wesley inherits the Dread Pirate Robert's name from? Okay, wait. No, I know this. The I can't Dread Pirate. You know I would never have known. No, let's surrender to the Dread Pirate. There's the Dread Pirate Wesley Ryan. That's exactly correct. I was this like, is Ryan, unbelievable. But then I didn't even have to give you multiple Ryan. choice. Wow. <laughs> After taking the miracle pill, what should you not do for an hour? Go swimming. How long does one have to wait till until the miracle pill reaches full potency? Uh oh. I might not know this. It's in minutes. Fifth, fifteen minutes. That's Exactly correct. I mean, I was even going to give you options of 10, 15, 20, and you got it completely right. right. Good. The sick grandson, who's that, Fred Savage, I think? From our favorite show? Of course. Uh, uh, What was that called? The The Grinder. The sick grandson is wearing the jersey of what team? Cubs. No. You're, but it's you're, Chicago, though, that's right? right? That's right. Yeah, you, you had the choice of the Cubs or the other team. The Bears. That's right. It was the Bears. The it's Bears. Like the same animal. It is, but you got that one wrong. Oh, and I knew I'm I was going to just say Chicago, the and then I decided to go for a team. I didn't want to say anything, but you know who got that one right? Who? Grammy. Um, <laughs> where does Vizzini dock his boat? The Cliffs of Insanity. God damn, you are good. Where does Fezzik get the Holocaust cloak? From Miracle Max. That's completely correct. And how much does a holla cost? About a buck twenty-five. <laughs> uh, now, <laughs> wait, I have that too. <laughs> find that. Oh, here it is. I'm always late on it. Yeah, that was a little delayed. Yeah, I'll have it ready for next time. <laughs> um, oh yeah, we said. Where is Iocane from? Australia. That's completely correct. What is, this is a tough one. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm coming at you from a different direction, man. Okay. All right, you ready? What is Count Rugen's first name? Tyrone. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I thought that was a tough it's one. It's the funniest first name ever. Your dad is laughing hysterically <laughs> that you that, that you knew. Because we talk or, about oh, that his you name do? is Tyrone oh, all the time. Right, it doesn't make any sense, right? Because they have all these like like knightly names. And yeah, then they have, like, it's Tyrone. Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, classic. I'm always late. Okay. According... <laughs> According to Miracle Max, what is the greatest thing in the world? A nice mutton, lettuce, and tomato. That's completely MLT. correct. It's unbelievable. <laughs> A nice EMLT sandwich. Wow. What brings us together today? <laughs> Knowledge is correct. what brings us together. <laughs> All right. This is a tough one. Okay. There could be many choices. It's a, it's a really tough one. Okay. Buttercup's wedding dress is white and what other color? Blue. That's completely correct. How could you possibly know that? I would have said yellow. Really? Where do you see blue? I think there's like a blue ribbon. It's amazing, right? Yeah, I'm looking at her father. <laughs> yeah, he knows as much as I do. Prince, Prince Humperdinck is heir to the throne of what? Florin. That's completely correct. I thought this was a tough test. Which of these items is essential in the plan to bypass the guards at the castle gates? I mean, I could name them, but... I mean, you just, you well, he needs all. a wheelbarrow and a Holocaust cloak. The wheelbarrow was the answer. Okay. So you got it completely right. You didn't even guess it second. Miracle Max coats the miracle pill with what? Chocolate. Correct. And then, yeah, who, um, 
Wesley says he can't move what body part after he's brought back to life. Oh. Oh, I can't move my arm. That's completely correct. Nice. I, I didn't even have to give her choices, Matt. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. When I got this question, there are multiple choice questions. You know, I, you, I, you haven't even, I haven't even had to give you any. Multiple Not even the 15 minutes losers. one was amazing. Yeah, I guess you're right. Which of these characters has six fingers? Oh, that's stupid. That's um, kind of obvious. Tyrone. <laughs> it's um, Tyrone. <laughs> wait, where's my... Uh, damn it, I'm all... Um, <laughs> who tells... <laughs> who tells Vizzini... Vizzini... Mm-hmm. That the word inconceivable probably doesn't mean what he thinks it does. Inigo. Yes. You keep using that word. Okay. What was Wesley really saying when he said, as you wish? I love you. That's completely right. How would you know that? a hard one. But how did you even, don't you have to just. That's the first line of the movie. But what he really meant was, I love you. Oh, I didn't even know. I thought we just guessed that. I didn't know they actually said that. Oh. Who directed The Princess Bride? Rob Reiner. Damn it. That's, see, I didn't think you'd get that. I thought maybe you wouldn't care. Oh, but I did know. What else was he in? This isn't one of the questions. Do you know anything what else, else that he, he did? What else he directed? Yeah. Oh, he directed like a lot of movies, and I'm not sure. That's okay. That I know them. That's all right. <laughs> what, what is the name of the odorless poison that kills Vizzini? Iocane. Yes, we said that, right. Iocane. Well, yes, we did. Uh, at the end of the film... Mm-hmm. Who becomes the new Dread Pirate Roberts? Inigo. Who? Inigo. Montoya. Oh, thank you. You killed my I just father. Wanted to, yes, I wanted you to say it in Prepare the accent, to too. Die. I was hoping you... Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Um, sometimes I always use... Um, I always say... I use lunch on that all the time. But I always say when I'm gambling, uh-huh. all the time when I get it, when I get it wrong, right. I always say, you guessed wrong. <laughs> I always point at the TV and go, you guessed wrong. You guessed Making wrong. fun of myself. I feel right. like an idiot because oh, I just want some of that Iocane powder. <laughs> and, um, oh, and then I always say, uh, I know someone is looking for you. Uh, yeah. I like that line. I like that so cool. He's like, I know cool. someone is looking for you. Yeah. Because um, it's like eerie. He's helping his friend. He's helping this guy. Yeah. Like, And then you know, it's it's such a good line in the movie because he's like, even though they're kind of enemies, like, because he just beat him up and right. busted him. But he goes, I know someone is looking for yeah. you. Like, he kind of hooks him up and puts yeah. a little fear into him. It's true. Which is cool. Yeah, it is cool. Who invented the torture device used on Wesley? Tyrone. That's right. <laughs> He's only going to be Tyrone from now on. Who invented... Oh, yeah. Uh, what year was the film The Princess Bride released? 1987. Wow. Oh. Um, your dad just came up with a question. I hope you know the answer. Where is Fezzik from? Greenland. Oh, that, oh that's, I'm sorry. I had one of my questions. That was one of my questions. I didn't even realize. I forget what? who everybody is. Which of these characters is left-handed? Now I'm going to give you choices. Yeah, I was like, I... Inigo Montoya. No. Dread Pirate Roberts. Both or neither? Neither. That's completely correct. You were waiting for that. I know. I was about to say neither, so assuming impressed. that's what the question was going to ask, but... Had to make sure. You'll never get this one. Okay. What is the name of the secret dungeon where Count Rugen tortures Wesley? The Pit of Despair. Oh. Yeah, I, mean, I just threw you off by saying you'll never guess it, so that's why you <laughs> questioned the Pit of Despair when meanwhile you were about to say the Pit of Despair I after I just said secret dungeon. It's true. I didn't even need to finish the question, no. and I was hoping you were just going to blurt it out. Um, Count Rugen studies blank. Torture? Is there? Yeah, but um, it's 
either magic, oh. death, oh. warts, or pain. Well, pain. That's correct. What does to blave mean? To blave, to bluff. That's completely correct. Oh, we have another one from your dad. Oh, my God. Oh, what are the, I was just gonna I was gonna play this clip. What are the two classic blunders? <laughs> the first is never get involved in a land war in Asia. Everybody knows that. The second, only slightly less well known, <laughs> oh, wow. is never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. When death is on the line. <laughs> well, let's play that. Yeah. Oh, because cool. we deserve it. I think we do. And uh, I could listen to it for hours. Oh, me too. And it's just the dialogue is yeah. amazing. Your dad can't hear it, though, because so, we have headphones on. It is down to you, and it is down to me. If you wish you're dead, by all means, keep moving forward. Let me explain. There's nothing to explain. You're trying to kidnap what I've rightfully stolen. Perhaps an arrangement can be reached? There will be no arrangement, and you're killing her. Well, if there can be no arrangement, then we are at an impasse. I'm afraid so. I can't compete with you physically, and you're no match for my brains. You're that smart. Let me put it this way. Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? Yes. Morons. <laughs> really? That's my favorite part. In that case, I challenge you to a battle of wits. For the princess? To the death? I accept. Good. Then pour the wine. I'm going to start to when people ask me, like, do you do stand up comedy? And I'm like, yeah. You ever hear of David Tell, Dave Chappelle, <laughs> or Louis C.K.? That's morons. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think they're doing now? Inhale this, but do not touch. I'm pouring the wine. Yeah. <laughs> I smell nothing. What you do not smell is called Iocane powder. It is odorless, tasteless, dissolves instantly in liquid. You know that Wesley, one of his first movies was with Alicia Silverstone. No, really? From Clueless. That's exciting. I know. I it no was idea. called The Crush. Oh. And uh, she was so hot in it, but she was young. Right. But she was um, really smart. And she was kind of in love with Wesley, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, um, but he, she was too young, and he was like older. He was in his 20s, and she was like... 14. Gotcha. And um, she had a crush on him, but she was evil. Oh. It was kind of... Interesting. Sexy. Sure. <laughs> I know. And is among the more deadly poisons known to man. Huh. That wouldn't be one of his first ones. That would be after this, actually, because I think that would be in the 90s. So I got it wrong. Okay. Well, that's why it was said. He did this, and then he really didn't do that much else. Yeah. People just didn't like... He would... Was he in Robin Hood? No, that was Kevin Costner. Oh, he was in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Name the four fencing masters. I knew he was going to write that down. I thought that That's was from the, be movie? the first one you asked. Yeah, the when they're doing the sword fighting dialogue. Oh, what who are they? It's Capafera, wow. Tybalt, wait. Agrippa. Oh, oh, and Benetti. That's the first one. Did, did you got them all? Yeah. Wow. How the hell do you know that? Because I know basically every word that's said in this movie. I guess so. Do you know the next line coming up where we stopped? I don't remember where we stopped. Can you tell by the music? I mean, I know it's the part when he puts the wand. Oh, ready? The Battle of Wits has begun. That's going to be the next line. I'm sitting here with bated breath. I know. I hope I'm right. 
Do you think it'll be the battle of wits has begun or let the battle of wits begin? No, it's definitely the battle of wits has begun. This is so exciting that we're waiting. All right. Where is... Oh. You forgot the all right and... It's the poison. Oh, you, you messed up. Never mind. Okay. You know what? I'm going to stop the podcast because we're going to have to start from the beginning. The battle of wits has begun. Oh. All right. You messed up. I'm sorry. You trusted us. Um, Wait, what were we just talking about before with the... Oh, that guy, right, the guy who played it, right, he was in Robin Hood Men in Tights, because he made fun of the Robin that he had a real British accent, but then, yeah, I don't know why, his career didn't go very far, Carrie Ewells, I think yeah. that's his name, right? He's in a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Um, He's in Ella Enchanted. Yeah, but he should have gone further, he was <laughs> yeah, handsome, right? he was charming, I think there we was something about, about him. We were just talking about the other day, me and Mommy were like, he should have been like Brad Pitt, like why, wasn't yeah, he like, like, why isn't he that famous? We should look into that for next time. He should be. Find out, maybe he was a drunk. Maybe yeah. he pulled like a Michael Keaton. He broke up with somebody and just couldn't get it together. Maybe. Because I worship Michael Keaton. I was like, why didn't that guy do better? Yeah. He makes comebacks and he's doing better. I'll still always love him. But he should he should be where Tom Hanks is. Cause yeah. Because he's just awesome and beloved. But I guess he must have had other internal. Maybe he's hard to work with. Maybe. Maybe he's just one of those guys like, I've been ready since first <laughs> call. Now roll. <laughs> I would love to, but she is so late on her cues. <laughs> It ends when you decide and we both drink and find out who is right and who is dead. But it's so simple. (laughs) All I have to do is divine from what I know of you. Are you the sort of man who would put the poison into his own goblet or his enemies? Now, a clever man would put the poison into his own goblet because he would know that only a great fool would reach for what he was given. I'm not a great fool, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. But you must have known I was not a great fool. You would have counted on it, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. You've made your decision then? <laughs> not remotely. Because Iocane comes from Australia, as everyone knows. And Australia is entirely peopled with criminals. And criminals are used to having people not trust them, as you are not trusted by me, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. Truly, you have a dizzying intellect. Wait till I get going! I remember when I first saw this in the movie theater, before you were born. Mm-hmm. Um... I remember thinking, I'm like, this is so much fun, and how is it going to end? Yeah. You know? And then with the twist at the end, did you ever see it coming the first time you saw it? Did you expect that? I don't think that? so. I don't, I don't that really amazing? remember the first time I ever watched it, but yeah. But you never see the twist coming. No. You're like, wow, how did he guess? Yeah. Where was I? Australia. Yes, Australia. And you must have suspected I would have known the powder's origin, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. You're just stalling now. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> You've beaten my giant, which means you're exceptionally strong. So you could have put the poison in your own goblet, trusting on your strength to save you. So I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. But you've also bested my Spaniard, which means you must have studied. And in studying, you must have learned that man is mortal. So you would have put the poison as far from yourself as possible. So I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. You're trying to trick me into giving away something. It won't work. It has worked. You've given everything away. I know where the poison is. Then make your choice. I will. And I choose. What in the world can that be? What? Where? I don't see anything. Oh, well, I, I could have sworn I saw something. I, uh, no matter. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? I'll tell you later. I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. First, let's drink. Me from my glass and you from yours.
<laughs> you guessed wrong. You that only is. think I guessed wrong. That's what's so funny. I switched glasses when your back was turned. Ha <laughs> ha, you fool. You fell victim to one of the classic blunders. <laughs> the most famous is never get involved in a land war in Asia. But only slightly less well known is this. Never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs> I'm no one to be trifled with. That is all you ever need know. To think, all that time it was your cup that was poisoned. They were both poisoned. I spent the last few years building up an immunity to Iocane powder. So brilliant. So brilliant. Never saw that coming. Yeah. Would you have ever thought that? No. Don't you love it? He's so cool. He's so cool. But she's the stupidest person on the planet. This Why? guy's wearing a mask. This is her oh, love of yeah, her life. Right. She can't figure she out can't who it him. is. She's like Perry White and Superman, the worst <laughs> editor-in-chief ever. guy puts on a pair of glasses. He has no idea who it is. Yeah. I'd like to go around that guy's house on Halloween. Go <laughs> Great Caesar's ghost. Who is that? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, you never saw the... Uh... Do you ever see Superman, the movie? No. You ever see Superman 2? No. What about Superman 3? Actually, that one I saw. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say that's the worst movie ever uh, with Richard Pryor. What about Superman 4? No. What about Batman versus Superman? No. What about Superman Dawn of Justice? No. What about Superman? No, I got nothing else. I'm just making this <laughs> stuff now. But um, there's in Superman 2, uh-huh. which is great. I, was, I can't believe you've never seen them. They're, they actually kind of no. hold up kind of well. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, no, you no, you just did our, me and my friend Joe's our favorite scene, what you were just saying. What were you going to say? And I, then was, I'll play it. I wasn't going to say anything. Oh. Shit, I'm gonna tell you boys, that's some of the best goddamn music we've had the country bunker in a long time. Well, uh, sorry we uh, couldn't remember the wreck of the old 97. Oh, why, hell, you guys can learn it next time when you come back. Bob, about, um, our money for tonight. That's right, uh, $200, and you boys drank $300 worth of beer. Uh, well, like, when we first came in, uh, the bar lady never charged us for the first round, so, like, we figured, you know, beer was, like, complimentary for the band, you know? Oh, no, no. That's what you just did. Oh, uh, no, uh, no, I was like, no. I, was, I had no idea what you were doing. <laughs> I know, why would you? Uh, you'd have to be an idiot to think of that cl- lame, weird clip in one movie from 1980 to... yeah. You have to be Dave Juskow to think that that's what you were doing. Right. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> well, we just thought the beer. No. No. Well, you guys drank a hell of a lot of beer. Uh-uh. Oh. Well, I'll just go out and take up a collection from the boys. Well, I'd really appreciate Well, I that. tell you, I sure would appreciate it. <laughs> no. No. Nice. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> I can't. I think if well, when I said that's why it was like because I said, oh, I think they hold up, and you were like, no, nah, oh. no, nah, no, I don't know. No, I've just never seen don't. any of those they don't, old no. Superman movies. Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. Maybe we should watch them. Maybe. Maybe we should just open with Superman two. Okay. But here's the thing. Superman two, if you watch the one they put out in the movies, is great and it's better than Superman. However. The director, Richard Donner, uh-huh. also put out 
he is angry and bitter, which is the best kind of directors, you know, later in life. Of course. And he's still angry and still talking about it. I just listened. To, he was on Gilbert Godfrey's podcast the uh-huh. other day. It's a great interview because he's just, he's so angry at everybody. <laughs> and, he's just, and fuck them, you know. <laughs> nice. If their studio thinks they're going to screw me. And I love guys like that. Of course. Because I am that guy. Yeah, so I was right. just going to say that. <laughs> so um, he, there's a director's cut of Superman 2 mm-hmm. that is a completely different film. And it's so crazy. So in Superman 2, you know, Lois Lane, again, in Superman 1, is this greatest reporter of all time. Right. But this guy puts on a pair of glasses, (laughs) and she is the stupidest human being on the planet. Of course. So at least in this guy's version of Superman 2, which nobody has seen until 20 years later. Right. It opens with her putting it together. (laughs) Like she's doodling a pair of glasses on Superman (laughs) and going like, hey. And they cut all that out. Oh, wow. And when you, that's what makes this movie so much better because they're like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. But there's things that they took out and they put in where you could question both movies. So somebody technically needs to make a third one, you know, um, with all the right things. But it's just so funny because the movie opens with the most obvious piece of you're working at a newspaper. <laughs> like, And yeah. if you are the best reporter ever and right. always waiting to get a Pulitzer Prize and you can't put together that a guy's wearing a, a, a pair yeah. of glasses <laughs> and you're in love with this guy as well. It's the same premise as The Princess Bride. I am right. deeply – no one has love deeper and truer yeah. than I have. However – when my true love puts on a mask, I have no idea who it is. And I can't tell by his accent, his hair, right. his build. Nothing. I have forgotten about my Wesley unless he is completely naked. <laughs> it's weird. It is a little odd. And that, I mean, we know that's a fantasy and we get it and we go with it. Yeah. But it's the same. And we go with the Superman premise as well. But it's why true. do we? Yeah. Why in this day of cynical age are we okay with these two things? It's like, so true. You should ever, I, no, there's like. No one should be able to have a secret identity. There's no unless you're like Spider-Man and it covers your entire face. Well, it's any it's, mask you should be able to tell. It's funny you mentioned that because actually that is why the show Younger is my favorite show because it's the last show we may ever see of somebody with kind of a secret identity as gay right. as the show is for me to like it. Of course. Um, <laughs> I love it because this woman has a secret identity. She's 42 but she's playing a 26 year old right she's telling everybody she's 26 to get a job it's all for the right reasons but it turns out she's hurting other people she doesn't realize until it gets into their lives that she's just a big fat liar mm-hmm. um but the what makes the show exciting is she could get found out at any moment of just course. the way superman or spider-man right. could and that's what makes the show for me entertaining which is why i said to uh, my manager who was turned out to also be a big fat phony um <laughs> That when if we ever do a sitcom, we have to do one where the character has some sort of secret. Right. Because it's fun. It is fun, yeah. And since sitcoms, besides the Big Bang Theory, all suck. Mm. But technically, we know now that Sheldon is Batman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Um, I'm so glad you like that show because it's so awesome. It's the best show. Um, There's the trivia I'm just putting over there so I have more room. Nice. Um, Yeah, you know, I think you got to watch Superman. Okay. Not three or four. Okay. But I think you should open with one, maybe. Sure. Might as well start. Why not? Well, if you watch one, and then you watch two, and then I'll show you the director's cut. Okay. Plus, there's like a rule now, and I think they call it, the guy who produced it, his name is Alexander Salkind, and there's a rule now because they made two movies at the same time, but didn't tell anybody. They were 
they were very smart. Mm-hmm. They were making Superman one and two at the same time, but they didn't tell anybody. Interesting. Yeah, so people were furious when they're like, "What? I'm still in this movie? <laughs> what, whatever." Like, because they didn't get paid. Oh. They didn't get paid double. I mean, you know, maybe Superman did. Right. But it's like, but it's great because they also have clips of him auditioning, and he's got pit stains under his Superman outfit oh and God. stuff. It's really funny. That is funny. Because uh, it just they just didn't have it right yet, you know, right. and stuff. And and do you know who auditions to play Lois Lane? Who? Who's in these scenes? Um. Well, wait, hold on a second. I want to, I'm going to give you a hint by playing this clip. Well, it won't be a hint, but I wanted to play it anyway. Because, okay. Because this is going to be you starting in September. Well, here we are again. Yeah, but this time we're seniors. And we're going to rule the school. <laughs> now, if you of don't course. say that when you go back to Rutgers in right. September, you're kind of an asshole. Yes, got you. You have to just get Gotta out. And do I don't it. even care if you just say it to yourself. Yeah. But if you don't get out of the car the day you're... Well, you're not Has going back at the dorms, done. but I mean, what your first class. Yeah. If you don't enter that class going, but this year I'm a senior and I'm going <laughs> to rule the school, school, then you're not... I can't... I disavow you as my niece, just like... Oh, don't worry. I will be doing Just that. like Grammy's brother did to me and your right. mother. Of course. You are disavowed. We do of... not consider you my niece or nephew. And when I make a will... Yeah. Even though I have nothing to give you, I was going to give you some of my clothing. Prefer you leave me out of it, only if in that fashion. You write that you disown me as a niece. You want me to do that because you didn't do like that would be the it's thing, hilarious. or you don't want any of my clothing that I'm willing to you. <laughs> Both. Um, but it's the Just Scout collection. It, they're classics. <laughs> they're all shirts from the eighties. Right yeah, I'm now. wearing one right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing what I'm wearing. I'm wearing the shirt that I wore from last night, but I'm, I also have a uh, what, what do you call this? A, a wife beater. A wife beater on, so I can. Uh, this is a joke. Are these Polish girls? From Arthur, because uh, the dad was wearing the wife beater in that thing. Uh. And sometimes I put on a tie with the wife beater when I'm in my <laughs> house. So I look like that guy. Look, your cat is really going for some of that food. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Those tuna subs from Tasty Subs. They're the best. Oh, I ate them. I must have had five of them last night after at three in the morning. Uh-huh. How can you not? They're oh so good. Oh my God. Tasty subs. Obama's been there, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's this place, this sub shop in Edison, New Jersey, and your parents bought Italian subs. No one cares about that. You only want the tuna. Greatest subs oh, ever. They don't use celery fillers, which suck. I don't know yeah. why every place makes tuna salad with celery. No, I don't want a crunchiness. The best tuna. It's so good. It's just onions and oil and vinegar, and I don't know what else they put in it. It's so good. So good. Oh my God. So they cut it up, and I had like five of them, yeah. which is mostly, I guess, half a sub. Right, probably. They're and then this morning, pieces. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Your dad was like, no, leave some for Dory. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, she doesn't deserve them. They're so good. And then you were kind enough to let me have one. And I appreciate oh, that. Oh, you could be, yeah. No, no, the, your dad was adamant about saving it for you. And I'm like, no, she can have it all the time. She can drive to that place. So can you if you no, want No, I can't. To a little farther well that's the thing plus it doesn't stay well i bought in like three and bought them home and i eat them over like a week long period and by the second day i just have diarrhea yeah they don't but you know what i have diarrhea all the time and when i was um talking to a girl last night that i like that Mm -hmm. i um she's 29 and um but she's really pretty and um she was the youngest person here at the party and the only single one right so i was talking to her right and um i just (laughs) pretty sure i just kept talking about diarrhea (laughs) That sounds like something you would do. <laughs> That's what I do to every... I'm like, I don't know why girls don't like me. <laughs> so I shouldn't open with the diarrhea. You're saying. <laughs> Your mother's like, yeah, I wouldn't open with talking about diarrhea. Or... Oh, now you're going to eat a bowl of Lucky Charms? Well, that doesn't mean you have to. That means I'm a good pitch. Oh, you know what I'm also talking about is um, giving me $1,000. 
Do you think that'll work? Or should I just fall for that? Like, know. oh, by the way, here's a thousand dollars. I'm using the Jedi mind trick yeah. on it. Beth, um, I don't need a thousand dollars, so don't worry about it. I'll just keep saying the word a thousand. She's not even paying attention. Yeah, she just knows I'm not Who, gonna give her a thousand dollars. Hey, that cat's gonna knock over that lucky charms and I'm gonna laugh. Yeah, so Beth and you now have a cat yes. named Fiona. Deal. And I'm not allowed to get one now because you can only have one cat at a time. <laughs> and that cat is adorable. And sometimes she sleeps with me, and it makes me miss my cat, but I like your cat a lot. Well, thank you. I like her, too. You don't like her as much as I do, though. No, you probably do like her more. Oh, Uncle Peter and Aunt Pearl. This is Carrie Yules in another uh, show called You're Arthur. looking well. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Aunt Pearl. May I say, you're looking young every day. There's not. I'm just kidding. It's not him. It's somebody else. But this was me at the party last night. Just really <laughs> drunk. Wonderful, darling. She looks great. <laughs> Arthur, I don't think we've had the pleasure of meeting this young man. Oh, is that Princess Gloria? Oh, stupid of me. Uh, Princess Gloria, may I introduce my aunt and uncle, Peter and Pearl Bar? How are you? Princess, did you say princess Arthur? Yes, yes. But he's introducing her as a princess. Nice. This is a very small country. country. In the West Indies. I mean, small. This is I me see. last night Thank just you. telling jokes of really course. drunk. It's, it's terribly small. Tiny little country. Rhode Island could beat the crap out of it in a war. That's how small it is. Small. Very little. It's 85 cents in a cab from one end of the country to the other. I'm talking small here. We understand it's small. <laughs> I could do all these characters, and I'm going to I'm in sure. September. Me and Matteo, he's going to play Liza Minnelli and all the girl parts. Oh, and nice. I'm going to play all the boy parts. So I'm going to be like, it's 85 cents. It'll come from one end to the other. Oh, I mean, it's small. We understand it's small, <laughs> Arthur. You also understand funny. you're very drunk. Grow up, Arthur. You'll make a fine adult one day. Recently had the oh wait, he comes up later. Gotcha. Um, th this movie is my Princess this, Bride. Right. It's not He's going to say all these lines. We understand that it's small, Arthur, and we also understand that you are very drunk. So why don't we meet again when you're sober? I'm pretty sure he says yeah, that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't help it. Grow up, Arthur. You'd make a fine adult. It's pretty close. Nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'll. Uh, uh, Recently, they had the whole country carpeted wall to wall. Uh -huh. This is not a big country. So I do that, you know, when I meet girls, and they're just like, um, I don't know what movie that is because it came out before I was born. Of course. And you're disgusting. Sounds about right. And why are you wearing that wife beater when it's 90 degrees? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, basically, um, we're filming this in my pajamas. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't changed. And... Uh, I don't know. It's just like I couldn't stop eating when I got up. Yeah, there's a lot of food here. Yeah, well, your mother got Chick-fil-A, but didn't get enough sweet and sour sauce, so uh, I'm out. Just as exact, This is Father's Day all over again. <laughs> Remember, your dad was supposed to barbecue, and then your mom he goes... He was never supposed he to was barbecue. He was supposed to barbecue, Dory. He, what <laughs> no, did she he say? wasn't. She said, thank you, Dory, because he wasn't ever supposed to barbecue. He was supposed to... Grammy told me... He was supposed to barbecue and he was going to have like pork rinds and stuff like that. Grammy told me everything. She goes, he's cooking pork loin and pork this and pork that. And she was so excited for it. And then he let us all down. 
I'm sure. Because he said he doesn't cook non-kosher stuff on his grill. And Grammy was like completely <laughs> disappointed. And so then you guys just ordered Chick-fil-A. Well, you know what? There's a Chick-fil-A down the street from my office, which I could have every day. Okay. If you said you were getting Taco Bell, I would have come over. But, I mean, everything I can get in Manhattan, you know, I mean, it's a luxury coming out here and have tuna subs. No, not by me. Huh, that's sad. Well, you know what happened is, you know how lately I've been ordering a bucket of chicken when I'm depressed? Oh, boy. I've been getting Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? Nice. I get a bucket of chicken, deliver. Of course. Bucket of chicken and all the fixings. (laughs) Um, But it cost me $50. Jesus. Because you have to use this service. To, they have to go get it, uh, drive get there. It's yeah. like what we're doing for Grammy. Right. I'm basically sending the same person that picks up a bucket of chicken for me to go <laughs> to pick go up pick Grammy. Grammy. And I said, listen, you better have a bucket of chicken available because Grammy's expecting it. Of course. I hope that guy doesn't get upset in case it's not there. But um, yeah, so I get a bucket of chicken, macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes, coleslaw. And, and whenever the guy comes, he goes, oh, I hope uh, you and your family will be really happy. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. But it cost me $50 for KFC. 50 goddamn dollars yeah, for the delivery. A so lot. a lot of times I'm like, let me do this with Taco Bell. I really want Taco Bell today. I'm hungover. I want Taco Bell. Um, and then I start putting in the order. And I'm like, I can't do $50 for Taco Bell. Yeah, Who am I, John Panette? You know, I mean, I can't. I just can't do it. I it And then I stop. And then I'm like, I'll just get something else. And now the cat, this is old school. This is like when Selena yeah, used to play right? with one of my cords. If she starts playing with the headphone cords, I'm going to be like, why are cats fascinated by the coil? <laughs> so my, we have a cat as a guest again. People used to, I used to have a couple of listeners who were just like, I don't like when your cat is on. And I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding? That's what does she young. do? She, yeah. I mean, you just talk too much about your cat. I'm like, oh, well, that's different. I, I thought they were saying, I don't like when your cat's a guest. Oh. Um, well, sometimes I put her in the mic and, you know. Of course. Why well, he said that. Thing. <laughs> I can't believe you thought that was so funny. <laughs> but that's so funny because she was just on the table. And you, you almost want to give her a microphone. A yeah. But what would be funnier if that cat was just sitting at the microphone looking like she was about <laughs> to talk? So what do you think of being a Casper? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not bad, but you don't get fed as much as you would in my house. <laughs> oh, you do know. Yes, that's right. <laughs> well, remember, I used to ask my cat... Um, what, am I boring you? <laughs> no. I'm going to let you talk eventually. No, I'm just tired. No, I know. Why? What did you do? I don't know. You did nothing. You slept at Grammy's, which was a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, she won't listen. It's all right. Um, well, you because you were lashing out because you were forced to sleep there. Yeah, I didn't Because uh, your mother well. kicked you out of the house so the adults could party. I went to exercise party. this morning. I heard. And, well, that was a smart move. So you can get out. I'm like, Grammy, I got to get going. Yeah. But I think Grammy was upset. Oh, well. She's you didn't going have to a breakfast with party her. at her bridge group. Well, that's today. the whole joke of it all. When I'm like, "Hey, I'm going to come over Saturday. I got plans. What about Sunday? Got plans. Then next Saturday, when she doesn't have plans, but I have plans, she'll be like, well, you, "What? You're not coming down? Yeah, right. I thought you were coming down." <laughs> Meanwhile, we're exactly alike. I do the exact same thing to your mother. It's true. Well, what do you mean you're not coming? You said you were going to come. You said we were going to have steak and and pork loin and stuff on the grill. Pork loin. Well, whatever it was, whatever Matt cooks, he's a good cook. Oh, oh. did I tell you about? Are you, are you imitating I'm, me yeah, again? I can't help it. <laughs> no, it's funny. You know? um, <laughs> do you know that girl, Melissa Davies-Senor or something on Saturday Night Live? Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. She was on an episode of Crashing where, you know how she has kind of a weird voice? Yes. And they make fun of it on SNL a lot. Yeah. But that's her actual voice. Right. So she was on an episode of Crashing last year. You know, the one where I'm naked. Yes. Um, of course. And... Uh, she, but I look great though, right? In that towel room, totally. right? Yeah. Um, 
Were you excited to see your uncle on television? It's pretty exciting. Would you have preferred to tell your friends if, you if your uncle was clothed? Yeah. It'd probably be a then little Then maybe better. you would tell people, yeah. <laughs> um, well, you can see it, but I'd prefer if you didn't. <laughs> um, well, she's on an episode where she's talking to his Pete's girlfriend, uh-huh. and she goes, wait, are you... Are you imitating me now? Because she was talking normal. Oh. She goes, "Oh, that's not your voice." She goes, "No, this, no, my voice is real." And she goes, "Wait, you're imitating me now?" Like she was just doing it so subtly, and talking like this, like this, whatever. But because oh. that's why you thought her voice was phony, right? But she was imitating the other girl. Oh, it was that's really funny. funny. That's what you were just doing to me. That's why I thought of it. Right. Um, no, but I was telling you about the best chicken parm place. Oh. I don't know whether I told my listeners. I don't know whether I told my listeners is as you know, Dory and I have been looking for the best chicken parm place in the city. Now I yeah. know your dad makes a mean chicken parm, he so does. it's hard to compete. And he does a very good job. Yes. However, every birthday when your birthday's coming up, it is. So I think we need to do this. Yeah. So I don't know whether I mentioned this last week in the podcast, but every for five years ago, I went to this lady's house in Manhattan. Uh, uh, she lives in a brownstone. They're very rich. Okay. I think they are part D'Agostino's, which is a big grocery store in the city. All right. So they have a lot of money. And she goes, I have an Italian place in this neighborhood, in my neighborhood, called the Isle of Capri. Okay. And I said, I've never heard of that place. She's like, well, it's been there for 50 years. <laughs> and I'm like, and it's right. We tried to go there one day when we were all together and oh. it was closed because they're closed on Sunday. Oh, so I Italians, think I remember they, that. The Italians aren't Jews. They don't care about money, apparently. Right. And they choose not to open <laughs> the day where they would make so much money. Yes. Because of their religious beliefs, which Jews do not put their religious beliefs in. Saturday. I know they close on Saturdays, but no one cares. Yeah. Sundays are the big day. You know, and if they, um, there's a Jewish law that if you're going to lose out on a deal, you can actually make the deal <laughs> even after the sun's gone down and stuff. Um, so it's called the Isle of Capri, and she told me they have the best chicken parm in the city. And I said, that is a very aggressive statement, and yeah. I'm going to go there, and if I don't think it's good, I'm going to come back and punch you in the face. She's like 80, but <laughs> I said that to her because <laughs> I'm an idiot. Of course. Well, I just was like, don't put that statement out there because I will take you up on the challenge. Yeah. So you and I have gone since then. I always forget about it. I always forget about it. I don't know why. And you and I have gone to a couple of places. Um, Went to Arturo's one year. We went to Quality Italian for the chicken parm pizza, which wasn't, that was just a a gag. Yeah. It was okay, but it wasn't the best we've ever had. Yeah. Um, And then we went to that other place, which was very good by my house, which closed. El Vagabondo, I think it's called. With the. Yeah. Yeah, not shuffleboard, but bocce ball. Yeah, that thing. Uh, and that was excellent, excellent chicken parm, but it was not the best. Yes. And so we also went to DiNapoli's. We've tried a couple of places. Still haven't found the best chicken parm in the city. Well, two Thursdays ago, I finally went to this place. I was with Jessica Pilot, and she lives in my neighborhood now, so we're looking for places on Thursdays. And I go, oh, my God, I have a great idea. Because I never have anybody to go with. Right. Let's go to this place, the Al Capri. This woman says she has the best chicken parm. I call bullshit. Let's find out. So I go there, and I go in, guns blazing. <laughs> I see that old woman, and I go, you don't remember me, but five years. I was in her face. I <laughs> oh mean, I God. was. I think I was like, maybe I had a couple of drinks. It was like kind oh, of boy. horrible, and it's a really small place. And I was just guns blazing. You know, five years ago, I was at your house. And she's like, this guy's insane. But then I had texted this girl to find out more details mm-hmm. and uh, found out. And I so I had details and facts and names so they knew I wasn't lying right. about this situation. Oh. Um, so, so, she, so then her daughter was there too. 
and she's like, "Oh wait, I remember you. I was there, oh. you know, and and stuff." So so everybody knew I wasn't crazy, That's and I said, good. "Well, I'm here tonight to try your chicken." It, it's so funny because they weren't cowering at all. They're just like, "Oh my god, this guy is so disgusting yeah. and stupid." But I was like, "And it better be good, or else." I was just <laughs> like, that. "It's a very small country," and she's like, "Oh my god, this guy's drunk and crazy." Um. So, uh, so I went. I tried it. Mm-hmm. And I was actually telling every like the waiter came over. Now listen, and no oh one God. cares. Dory, it was the best chicken parm I've ever had. Wow. I couldn't believe it. And there was a guy sitting next to me. He goes, Are you talking about the chicken parm? Because it's amazing, isn't it? He goes, oh. I heard you talking about it, and it's great, and I could see your face. Every bite I took, I was like, um, and like, what about Bob? Do you know that movie? No. Oh, wait, I have the scene. Of course you do. Of course I do. I'll play because I'm I uh I've uh, my friend Joe. I'm making his wife make this for uh, my birthday. For my birthday, gotcha. he has to make the dinner at this oh. scene. Mm. It's Bill Murray. Mm. 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 This is all he does for like an mm. hour. Nice. Mm. Mm. Can't you picture Uncle David doing oh, this because yeah. he's so annoying? Your mother's uh, crush on Richard Dreyfus right now. Oh god. Mm. 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 And the quality is not so you can hear my bumps. Mm. I didn't loop it. Mm. This is the whole That's movie. So funny. <laughs> mm. Hey, this is so scrumptious. Uh. Is this hand shucked? Mm-hmm. Would you like some more chicken, Bob? Mm. Guy of the head of the house is angry that he's taking the last piece of chicken. But then he also says, um, yeah, let me get some salad. Pile it high and deep. It just sounds so delicious. And he's eating this corn like, mmm, mmm. Great biscuits, huh? Mm. Yeah. Great biscuits, great corn, great potatoes. You want some more salad, Bob? Yeah, Yeah, I think I do. Pile it high and deep. Pile it high and deep, will you? It's a bad uh, quality, so I don't want to keep it playing, but... um, yeah, that's what I was doing with the chicken parm, pretty much. Nice. Mm, mm. Every bite was more annoying than the next for everybody sitting next to us, but I met this couple, and they were really nice. They're like, yo, this is our first time here, too. We've lived in the neighborhood like seven years. We've never been here. And um, they apparently like their food, too, but the chicken parm, Jessica didn't, Jessica had the worst. She ordered calamari, but not fried. That's weird. Pretty much squid Ew. with some sauce. That sounds gross. She said it was good, but I... I eh, refuse to believe it. That's lame. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, so we have to go there. Yeah, and we need to go there immediately because um, it's your birthday. It is, and it's time, and that's what we do every year, right? Yeah, we should. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what we're doing, right? Uh, what are we going to do? This? What's that noise? The washing machine. Oh. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, why do I hear the washing machine all of a sudden? I didn't hear it the whole time. Sometimes it gets loud. Oh, you heard the cat peed on the uh, quilt? What? The cat, they locked the cat up in their bedroom so for five hours, so it peed on the quilt. Oh That's my what they're God. watching. That's what we hear right now. Oh, she just closed the door. It's too late. It's over. <laughs> that was very nice of her. But it's, um, yeah, the cat peed on the uh, on the bed because, you know, if you leave a cat, like, I said, why don't you put the litter box in there at least? Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. I guess we thought we were going to let her out. But they're horrible cat parents. Like, they may be good parents because you're a good kid. Liza's okay. And Billy will he'll work it out. Um, so they're pretty good parents, 
But when it comes to having a cat and your mother's listening, they're not good parents. You know that, right? No, I can't. No, they're horrible cat parents. The cat's lame. No, the cat... What? What? Did you just say the cat's lame? No. Maybe she was... You know, it was on your <laughs> bed that she peed. And they didn't clean that part. Sure. I'm all right. You don't even care. Your house is a mess. I was upstairs going using the bathroom up there because, you know, I can't use the one down here because everybody's listening. Um, the place was a mess. But Grammy would have been... I was I was looking in your rooms, and it was just like I'm like oh my god, Grammy would have a heart attack. <laughs> that's all I was thinking. Like I don't care because I like the house that's lived in, but right. it's like Grammy would have a heart attack. She could not come yeah. to this. I mean, that's the problem with being at Grammys. Also, is just the you're afraid to touch anything. Yeah. I can't I can't believe she doesn't have plastic on the couches. She does did, seem like she should. Do, you didn't know, but like when we were younger, there were people we went over there, and they would have plastic oh, on the really? couches. And like like her mother, right? Uh, Beth, did Mama see all the plastic on her couches? That the, the, the chair, right? Yeah, that chair that she finally took it off after a while, and then it was a comfortable chair, and it swiveled a little That's bit. So it was funny. a fun chair, but for years it was full of plastic. Wow. Yeah, she didn't want um, you know Billy sitting on it. Right. And when I say Billy, I mean myself. Yeah. But I'm trying to give you an example. I understand. Nobody wants. A thirteen to eighteen year old boy sitting anywhere—they're disgusting. Yeah, they are. Um, boys are gross. That's true. And that's why your my father used to get so angry because I would sit on the couch without any, without a shirt on, even when I you know that's when I was ripped. Sure. Just playing along, and uh, <laughs> he would be like, "I don't want your bare back on that couch," and um, so yeah, nobody likes boys. Yeah. But you know, girls are sweet and they they're clean. Yeah. Smell pretty good. That's from 16 Candles. <laughs> well, Dory, what can I say? Uh, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy early birthday. It's coming up very shortly. Thank you. What are you going to do? You're working that day? Yeah. That stinks. Hmm. What else you got planned for the summer? Work. Uh, what about the fall? School. What about after that? <laughs> Still want to be an orthodontist? Yeah. Making a mistake. Why? I told you why. Hmm. The invisible line. Okay. It's going to change everything. Sure. Then I'll be a dentist. Anyway, Dory, you are a delight. I love having you on the podcast. Well, thank you. You are so much fun on the podcast. And once we turn off the mics, everybody, she's the worst person ever. It's horrible. Sure. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I love you. You know I do. And Aww. thank you for doing this. And I was really glad that you could. And it's always fun doing it here with you. Yeah, on location. And whether you're at my house or wherever it is, you are a pleasure and a joy. And thank you for well, joining you. me on the podcast today. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Nightfly with Dave Jessica. Good night, everybody.